Hi everyone, before we start the episode, I'd like to start with a trigger warning. The following episode contains mentions of sexual assault, harassment, and abuse. Please proceed with that in mind, and as always, enjoy the episode. Five, six, seven, eight, dun, 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 dun. Hello, everybody. Hi, guys. Hi. Based on the very amazing intro, I guess you can tell we're talking about cancel culture. Yay. Yay. Okay. I think to start us off, I'm just going to explain what cancel culture is, as if everyone already doesn't already know, but, you know, I'm just going to do it. Um, so basically, according to Wikipedia, cancel culture is a modern form of ostracism in which someone is thrust out of social or professional circles, whether it be online, on social media, or in person. So basically, a boycotting somebody for their actions, or something they've said, or something they support. Yeah, you get the gist of it. So why don't we start off by kind of analyzing what we think the pros and cons are of cancel culture, you know, our criticisms, our, ma- our main criticisms of the whole concept of con- of the whole concept of cancel culture. Sorry. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, I can start first. I don't have much to say about it. I just feel like um, the good thing about cancel culture is that um, people are being like held accountable for their actions. So if uh, especially especially those who like have a lot of say and a lot of influence um, when they say something on the internet, right? People are being held accountable for, for that. And uh, I think it's uh, good that, you know, people are uh, make, like everyone is contributing to making sure the internet is like a better place. And like, especially those who are major influencers, many people around the world don't like go out of hand with their behavior and stuff. But I think the bad thing is that um, this uh, policing around and uh, criticism is like being being too extreme to a certain extent, and like it's hurting people more than helping them nowadays. And that's not that's not a really good thing. It's contributing to a lot of negativity and hatred and just pain on the internet. When the internet should just be a very you know nice society that's like helping each other. That's that's definitely not what cancel culture has contributed to at all. So, yeah, that's that's just how I feel. I agree with that. Um, cancel culture has the intent of educating. I mean, the original intent was to educate people if they do something wrong. But because of the idea of bandwagoning, where people just, well, jump on like, what everyone else is doing and just cancel someone kind of defeats the purpose of it and that's where it becomes the extreme of things which is not good you know yeah i think i share the same um opinions as the both of you where in its essence in theory cancel culture is a good thing it is important to hold people accountable for their actions because especially with celebrities and influencers their audiences are very young and impressionable and they have this um they do ha- all their actions do have an influence on 
their audience and I guess it's important that they are good influencers. So it is important to hold them accountable and make sure they don't, you know, influence the audience to do bad things or be bad people with bad ideals and everything. So it is good in that sense. But I feel like lately people have been doing things solely for the solely because of the fear of being cancelled rather than actually genuinely being a good person with good ideals, with good intentions. And I feel like that de- that defeats the purpose. It gets the job done, but execution-wise, I think it's terrible. Yeah, so do you guys think, like, based on your criticisms and everything you think about cancel culture, do you think cancel culture is necessary in this day and age? That's a good question, actually. Makes you think, right? Like, yeah. Some somehow you want you want like the internet to, uh, especially celebrities who have a lot of say. Like you, you want them to be a little more responsible for the things they put out there on the internet and be at least to a certain extent socially correct for the for the people who follow them and especially for the younger people who get influenced by their actions. You know, but um, at the same time, that also like you said contributes to a possible like a forced attitude to have you know i think it has also like to a certain extent even contributed to uh i don't know how to explain this but like um you know essentially how earlier in the year when like tens of thousands of people started buying gamestop stock and then like they decided that the that the, the price was like super high and then, and then like you know stocks uh it just went up really really high like i feel like it cancel culture has like contributed to the same like social effect on the internet you know if someone if many many people decide that something is right then like everybody has to just go along with that bandwagon and go yeah 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 yeah, yeah. whatever um this x is wrong and y is correct and everybody should be like um you know saying that you know and then i feel like i feel like to a certain extent people aren't completely entitled uh 100% to their own opinions anymore on the internet and things need to be socially correct and um that isn't that isn't a bad thing per se because obviously if if uh if something you say end up ends up being actually really wrong and insulting to people it's uh it's not a good thing but of course that also eliminates the possibility for a gray area and things and not everything obviously most things in this world isn't like black and white and i feel like cancel culture neglects that fact. I, I agree. I feel like the culture makes everything you either are right or you're wrong. Mm-hmm. You're either cancelled or you're not. And I'm not saying everyone who participates in cancel culture executes it this way, but majority of the times it's either you're right or you're wrong. You're cancelled yeah. or you're not. Yeah. And and that's uh. not that's not the way the world works, you see, because there are many like there are many ways to see things and there are many perspectives and people are there are People are in very different conditions all around the world. And so what you may think may not necessarily be the way another person thinks from the end of the world in another social situation, um, in another social standing, maybe being of a lower class or higher class than you are. It's, it's very varied. And so just saying that someone should, um, someone should, you know, I mean, everyone in the world should uh, think this way and feel this way isn't necessarily right of course there are things that are undeniably undeniably like wrong and 
uh, there are some things that undeniably correct and shouldn't be like shouldn't be rejected. But like I don't I don't think that everything is that way, and so that's a uh, that's that's something that yeah that's something that this culture has like come to neglect a lot, and um, I feel like given that people are scared to really voice out their true opinions on on what they think. I have more to say on that, but like, yeah, Megan, you wanted to say something first. Sorry. <laughs> um, I think that cancel culture, I don't want to say that it's necessary. I want to say it's necessary, like, uh, moderately. Because, again, if I say yes, that cancel culture is necessary, no. <laughs> Because it's, uh, how do I say this? Like like you said, right? It, it varies with people. It's like a case-by-case thing. And what cancel culture is doing now is taking a topic and just like putting everyone who's at fault, like the tiniest bit of fault, who falls into that category and just getting cancelled for it. But I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm saying that every case is very different, you know? And we cannot just attack people or like just straight up say like hey you know they said this and therefore they're a horrible person that they should lose everything they have lose their reputation because they don't deserve it because there are other people out there who have done even worse in the same category that truly truly do deserve to be deplatformed is that a word um yeah but yeah i would say if you are genuinely trying to educate someone true cancel culture then sure you know do that but have your intention always to be educating someone not jumping on the bandwagon and attacking someone i yeah i just i think it's necessary but yeah not not entirely i feel like people people are more obsessed with being socially correct like being seen as socially correct than actually understanding the situation and having a passion for whatever they're commenting on you know yeah. Like yeah. The, the, the priority is to be seen as socially correct nowadays and that shouldn't ex- be exactly the point of why you are making a statement on a particular topic yeah, yeah. Actually, I should have a, like an example to bring up just to like I don't know because my point sounds like I do agree with cancel culture but it's like so the whole topic on vaccine like um COVID vaccines right <laughs> shout out to our last episode but like <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, well, listen. <laughs> yeah um you know we talked about how parents like we have a lot of parents out there who their children had to like make presentation to tell them like oh why you should sign up for the vaccine and stuff like that um yeah, like my parents were like that, but it's not because they're anti-vaxxers. They just have a lot of points that um, that actually make sense because they were worried, like, what if the vaccine doesn't work? And you know, they're like kind of old, so they're like worried that they have a higher risk. And it's all valid points. But for us, for someone who is against like anti-vaxxers may look at my parents and be like, oh, but you know, they're anti-vaxxers. I don't understand it. So I'm just going to cancel them because they fit under the category, ma. But that's not it, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it's. I just want, hope people don't do that kind of thing just because they fall, kind of, yeah, fall under anti-vaxxers. Yeah. But 
Not really. There's there's you know? there's more than there's more than vaxxer and anti-vaxxer. You know, there is yeah. There are many reasons why someone chooses to be that, and there are many people who don't even know what they are and don't even know what they want to consider themselves as because they don't even understand the 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 situation and um could very well be their fault for not reading up on it and understanding it, but. No one, not everybody needs to have an opinion and have a stand on something. It's a, yeah. it's a choice. And like, um, yeah, like, like, like Megan said, there are people who, who don't understand something enough to form an opinion on it. And the internet being so, um, how would you say, um, so yes. aggressive on promoting a certain stance makes will will make some people believe in a certain stance just because everyone else is saying it and not truly understanding why why it actually matters and what the reason is behind supporting this um yeah so i mm-hmm. um there's always a gray area and like it's it's not it's not good to to just count it out because yeah yeah um it's not that simple. Uh. I think the necessary aspect of cancel culture is just holding a people accountable for their actions. Always wanting to educate people for the better of yes. people and society in general. Yes. Because, I mean, not everyone's going to know what the right thing is. Mm. And cancel culture is there supposedly to let these people know that, oh, what they're doing is wrong and yeah. they shouldn't be doing these kind of things because it's just morally not correct. And it does more harm than good and as a society, we should we want we should be aiming to do more good than that, yeah. essentially. And but I think the issue is that people are very quick to cancel somebody, mm. and I don't think they realize the implications of canceling someone so quickly, especially when 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 it's all about spec like it's all speculated or okay it's also very circumstantial. Don't don't take yeah. this as like uh, yeah. what, don't take it, it doesn't apply to every situation. But yeah. there are some situations where people are really quick to cancel and it really screws up someone's life. I think I think a good example is Johnny Depp. Mm. When Amber Heard mm-hmm. came out with mm-hmm. allegations and his career yeah. completely just went to shit. Yeah. It yeah, ruined yeah. Like, everyone was yeah. so quick to cancel. Mm. But it's also very circumstantial when it comes to like cases like abuse and um, sexual assault. I would say, yeah, it is very circumstantial. You always want to believe the victim, but you see, like what happened with John- Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. It's it's a very huge gray area. I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And canceling somebody is it has huge implications. That. But if you truly believe in it, go ahead. You just need to understand that you can't just jump onto a bandwagon and cancel someone because everyone else is. And mm-hmm. You think, oh, you know, this is the right thing to do. Because your actions, unfortunately, have serious consequences. Yeah. I think, I think that's, that is the very unnecessary part of cancel culture. Because like, that's, where all the, that's where all the bad stuff comes in, you know. Uh, not truly understanding something before saying it. And just jumping on a bandwagon just because you want to be seen as socially correct. Like it's a it's a it's a popular thing now to be socially correct, you know, and 
It's very performative. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And cancel culture is definitely a big contributor to that. And uh, actually, I, I just realized this. It suddenly came to my mind. I've, I've an interest in technology, right? And so um, I've, I realized that, especially in terms of like the ads we see on social media and stuff and, and the, uh, the way platforms like Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, they are like uh, using targeted ads to like target specific audiences. I feel like that is also contributing to um, cancel culture. Um, I, I, I won't be able to give an example specifically, but I, um, I was initially thinking about it uh, in the US election. Like, try to think of why 50% of the country is just so against their current president. Uh, and the other 50% are like so strongly opinionated against the previous president. It's, it's a very, very obvious divide. And this divide is, this divide, right? The, the, the people who are in the middle ground and undecided are getting smaller and less and less and less. And people are getting more and more and more opinionated. And so both sides are getting more polarized towards each other and no one can reach to agreement about any single thing. While last time, people at least had a middle ground. They used to be centrists, you know, but now everybody is either far left or far right and there's no middle ground. Everybody either wants to be completely conservative or super radical because of the way social media and the things that we are fed to see on our personal accounts show something and validate that validate that thought and makes it even stronger and stronger and stronger until we just think that this is the one and only way and whatever everyone else is thinking is just crazy and absurd when the 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 real problem is you have to realize that there are actually a really really good chunk of people who support donald trump there really are and there are really really good chunk of people who support joe biden as well and and the, 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 the thing is, the things that they are fed on, on their social media accounts are completely different. And every single day they go onto these platforms and they're getting validated and validated and validated. And obviously they will just feel more strongly opinionated against um, their supporters' opponent, right? Because they are getting fed like bad news, bad press about each, like, each other's opponents. And so the hate grows, the hatred grows, the separation grows. No one's in the middle anymore because no one has no opinion or no one has good opinions for both people or bad opinions on both people. I'm not saying Donald Trump is a great guy and neither am I saying Joe Biden is amazing either. I'm just saying the divide is, the divide is growing in like many different, in, in many different aspects. Everything, in fact. But I feel like the most obvious case would be the US elections. And I feel like this can also... This, this also like um, is shown in cancel culture because I'm not saying that there's a divide in people who support one and don't the other, but it's a thing that we are fed to see. Every time we think something, every time we post something and every time we search something, that thought, that initial seed of an opinion in us, it gets reinforced because we see, we see more and more content that reinforces that thought. So suddenly every single tiny little opinion we have gets so reinforced that it's this really strong opinion when it initially wasn't. 
And I feel like social media has helped accelerate that, that effort, you know? I don't know about any studies saying that social media has like helped with cancel culture, but I feel like the, the things that we are fed on social media every day definitely reinforce the existing thoughts we already have and only make them stronger than they originally were. So I guess technology just feeds that confirmation right. bias, la, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gives everyone yeah. confirmation of what they think. You know, if you yeah, believe something, there is some other post or some other content there to just say, hey, you're right. And obviously confidence grows in light of that. Yeah, who doesn't want to hear that they're right? You yeah, know? <laughs> exactly. I'm just going to backtrack to the social media and the correlation to um, cancel culture. Yeah. Cancel culture did just, it, it did grow from social media. Mm. It's because of everything that we are, the fact that we expose ourselves to everybody through social media. We are yeah. exposing ourselves to the world. Our content, what we say, everything is out there for everyone to see when we're on social media. Mm-hmm. And that is what allows cancel culture to happen. Because it gives the people participating in cancel culture the content to cancel. The people yeah. to cancel. Yeah. The thing about cancel culture is that the, a lot of the people enforcing cancel culture at least the toxic side of cancel culture, your opinions are either correct or wrong. If they align, mm-hmm. you are not cancelled. If they do not align, you are cancelled. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. guess that yeah. does um, confirm Collins, you're either far left or far right. Yeah. There is no in-between, two extremes and no in-between. And it's very hard to find any kind of platform to have a, dis- a, a, a civilised discussion to reach either some kind of middle ground yeah. or to be able to express your opinions and have people, like, have actual civilized discourse so you could genuinely have a change of heart and change of opinion yeah. rather than yeah. being, oh, this is wrong because if I say this, I will get cancelled. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I think, I think, yeah. So we all kind of have that general consensus. That, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But then I think we can move on. The next question I had was, do you think it's right to cancel people for things that happened in the past? And I'm saying, because I feel like there's this epidemic of cancelling <laughs> that happened yeah. a while back. Everywhere. Where yeah. tweets from 2012, it was always 2012. A bunch <laughs> of, of TV show YouTubers said a lot of controversial things in 2012. Mm-hmm. And it was on Twitter, people pulled receipts, people cancelled them. But I think it was... Jeffree Star was one of them. James Charles. Shane Dawson. And then mm-hmm. after that, I just kind of stopped keeping up with pop culture. So I'm not really sure. But I know, I know that <laughs> happened. Yeah, definitely so happened. Do you think it's right to cancel people for things that happened in the past? You can pull up tweets like from whoever you support. You can. It's there. You can pull it up and say, hey, you know, you said this in 2012. You said this in 2014. You know, what do you have to say about it? But also look at the people who you support now versus their tweets in the past because yes because they're a lot bigger they're a lot more famous than you are so it's very easy to say oh you know now you support like like sorry not support but now you say this but when you were younger you said the n-word for example right like that doesn't align with your morals today you know but what people kind of fail to realize in the heat of the moment is you have made mistakes years ago. 
the only reason why you're not being cancelled is because you're not as famous as them. No one is going to peek through a random person's Twitter account or a random person's Instagram post and be like, you said this. What are you going to say about it today? Yeah. So I feel it's kind of unfair to do that kind of thing because if let's just say they said it in 2014 and then they said it today in 2021, then yes, obviously you're going to say, you, you've been saying it your whole life. Like, why aren't you, you know, realizing that's a wrong thing? Yes, by all means, go ahead. But people need to stop digging, digging for things for them to cancel people. Just so because you want to say... Searching yeah, for it. Yeah. yeah, they're actively looking for it and be like, you said this and, you know, everyone says you're a good person, but I found this thing from like 10 years ago that... that, that counts as you're not a good person so what do you have to say about it and it's like people change i understand it's not for everyone not everyone changes but again look at how they are today and compare that to their past things do you you know you if you want to still cancel them sure but why so aggressive about it Mm -hmm. you know yeah that's what i think i think i have to say mostly about the same thing you just have to add that, like every time, I'm not sure if there are any, there's anyone who has like gone to a celebrity's like account 10 years ago and like retweeted it in our listener group. But like if you have <laughs> and you are planning to, like before you, before you make that next quote tweet, you know, like think about it for a second. That, that tweet that you're quoting from like, I don't know, 2012, um, Think about yourself in 2012. Yeah? Like, <laughs> were you the same person that you were in 2012 right now? Because if you are, I'm really sorry for you. <laughs> I don't know where you've been in the past 10 years, but something is wrong. <laughs> okay? Uh, so Anyone who is the same as they were 10 years ago. Exactly. My condolences to you and the yeah. people around you. I don't know what has happened to you in the past 10 years, but like, we have much... Yeah. Like, the world has moved along a lot, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And um, so have the people around us, and so have er- so has everyone else, you know? And it is quite likely that you have too, quite a bit. Um, I definitely wasn't the same person 10 years ago as I am today. So, yep. um, yeah. Like, think about that. Before you make that, before you make that quote tweet, because that person who you are about to cancel, probably, also isn't the same person they are today than they were yesterday. And no, I'm not saying it's not okay to bring it up and say, "Hey, why did you like say something like this this long ago?" That's not it's not a wrong thing to do. If someone posts something online, it is always, unfortunately, it is always subject to scrutiny, and. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't matter how long ago that post was made. It is still subject to scrutiny as long as it's on the internet, and so it's fine. It's okay to scrutinize. It's okay to ask questions, but it is not okay to reach to a conclusion by yourself saying that this is wrong. You're wrong. I know you were wrong ten years ago, but that means you're wrong now. You know, it doesn't it doesn't mean that? Okay, and um, asking like scrutinizing the person for it is fine. And perhaps that person has something to say about it, you know? And if he mm-hmm. apologizes and he says he's sorry and he, he, um, um, he, he understands what was wrong with what he said and promises that he won't say something like that anymore, 
I feel like that's enough. You know, that's enough to go by. Because imagine somebody pulling up your school report card from like, you know, 10, 20 years ago and saying, ah, you stole a person's pencil box in standard five. Like, why? <laughs> what do you have to say about that? You're terrible. I cancel you. You know, like, you can't say anything. It's done. Yeah. It's over. It's the past. So, you know, let a person explain his or her actions and let it be. That's all that can yep. be done. What else can he do? Right? Do you want him to go back there and unsteal the pencil case? <laughs> you know, do you want him to go back there and like undo the tweet before it was even posted? Mm-hmm. Don't, yeah. So, you know, let someone explain themselves before you reach to a conclusion about something, especially mm-hmm. things that have happened so long ago. Yeah. I share the same opinion as <laughs> I have for all the previous questions. I look back at 16, 17, that was two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. And I, I look at the way I think back then and it's already so different. Imagine pu- someone, if I, w- okay, if I had a Twitter in 2012 and someone pulled up my tweets from 2012, I think I would go through a mental breakdown because <laughs> I'm, definitely, I'm definitely not the same person I was. I guess, like, it, calling them out for it, making it known, asking them to acknowledge their previous actions, yeah, sure. Go ahead. For celebrities, I guess it is important because, again, they have a major influence on our, on their audience, which is basically the entirety of society. A, a very large portion of society. Their society on Twitter, at least, maybe. Um, like, but, uh, backtracking to when Colin was talking about apologies, there's also a lot of celebrities who apologize and then don't hold like hold themselves accountable or like they don't hold themselves to their words I would like to give a shout out to my man Rich Brian his apology (laughs) for the things he has done said and done in the past it was very admirable and he's really held himself accountable for the things he does he does not try to deny it and he's genuinely changed as a person so I hate it when people bring up his past because it really is not who he is anymore for celebrities who I can't say the same about then Okay, fine. I, I, I don't know. You want to pull them up, pull them up. Because I guess they haven't changed. So if you pull up a tweet from 2012, you compare it to 2021, it's not different. Sure. Pull up the tweets for all I can. Yeah. But it is not impossible for somebody to change. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I don't think we should... What's the word? Um, Judge a person for the person they were 10 years ago. I guess so, yeah. Yeah. So, yes, Megan... Um, okay. I know some people, some people who ever listens to this or if we have any other conversations with anyone else about this, right, would ask, then what about people who have sexually abused in the past? Because, because I personally had a a, a sexual harassment case. I came up with a post about it. And in my post, I, I said, this happened three years ago. Now it's four years ago. So I understand if people say like, but it happened four years ago and now you're saying that, oh, you shouldn't, you know, like, attack someone for what they did four years ago. So, am I, am I being hypocritical with my opinion? There's that saying, once a rapist, always a rapist. Personally, I don't have any solid opinions on it. I don't know if I'm going to get cancelled for saying this. But... I feel like even if I did have solid opinions on it, I wouldn't impose them onto everyone else. If I believe that this person is never going to change, one, 
Once a cheater, always a cheater. Once a rapist, always a rapist. Even if I truly believe that, if I believe that they're never going to change, that's just a part of them, I wouldn't impose those opinions onto other people. If other people want to believe that they've changed as a person, that it happened 10 years ago and they're not the same person they were, they repented for their sins or whatever processes they went through to, you know, completely change themselves as a person, then okay, la, you want to believe that, you can, but I guess I'm entitled to my own opinion as well. And it's especially more so for the victim. If the victim wants to believe that their assaulter will never change, that is completely fine. They are the victim. They are the one who went through all this shit. They deserve to hold that opinion. I think. <laughs> yes, Colin. Okay, no, no. You, you started off what you said by saying that everyone's entitled to their own opinion on this, right? And actually, if you think mm-hmm. about it, it's a paradox. Yeah, because I know that's the problem. That is the problem. That is the problem because the point is everyone should be entitled to their own opinion on it. Okay? And no... Yeah. Again, there is no black and white. So, um, going by that, because that's how I believe it should be taken. Then, regarding this sexual harassment thing, I... Um, yeah, I, I guess I, I have to agree with what Ashley is saying. But... To me, the way I put it is that there's the offense, then there is, there is like the payment for the offense, and then there's the period after the offense. You know what I mean? And, yeah. Um, yes, people who are sexual harassers deserve to be called out. And wait, for the record, I don't know what it feels like. I want to know what it feels like. And... Um, uh, so this is just, yeah, this is just my personal opinion with no experience of any of this that I'm commenting about, okay? But um, I feel like there's a payment period. And um, just like anything else, you know? And so for this ex-sexual harasser, you, um, you've screwed up, right? And like, you've been called out. And I've, again, this is just how I feel, but if you're wrong, then you're wrong, and it doesn't change anything. If you're wrong in 2021, then you are wrong in 2021. It doesn't like, change anything 10 years later, you were still wrong in 2021. But the, 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 what matters is what you do past that. And if you spend the rest of your years trying to not trying to undo that per se, because I don't believe there's such thing as undoing a wrong. But if you try to prove yourself otherwise for the rest of the years, then I don't believe that person, that person's life completely deserves to be ruined. You know, if he's like paid his price for it, then he's paid his price for it. That's it. What else do you want him to do? Do you want to like squeeze the living heck out of him. He doesn't deserve that. I mean, unless he's killed somebody, then I, I can't say about that. But like, but, um, but, do you, do you deserve to pay for the rest of your life for something that you've done once? Maybe one might say yes, then fine. Again, you're entitled to your own opinion. My opinion is, just as I feel that everyone deserves a second chance, I feel like this person needs to pay the price for what he has done 
but he also needs to be given like the chance to try again because no one knows if again no one knows if this person is going to do it again but you won't know if he really will unless you let him try <laughs> you know yeah. and um obviously maybe not with the same person he actually ended up sexually harassing you know if the person decides i mean if if the victim decides okay yeah fine you know what we can give it a try again then sure you know good on her but like um yeah maybe not but at least at least just a chance at life again you know i don't believe a person's life deserves to be ruined that easily you know think about your life being ruined mm-hmm. i don't think that's a nice thing so yeah people should really just be given a second chance as, but with the price having been paid first as, but with the price having been paid first as the victim of whatever i have to go through right i okay i do agree with you the person who sexually harassed me didn't deny it he they really didn't deny it they didn't deny that they didn't do anything and for what i know they haven't done it anymore so good for them right that is, that was their period of changing which is good so i guess what colin is right one thing don't deny that you didn't do it second thing live your life trying to be better then yeah yeah you know it's yeah. kind of all it takes i think that like it also the action the crime that was committed the age at which it was, co- at which it was committed and like the intent all of it all needs to be considered like okay for megan's case and actually for a lot of cases right um when they're let's say if they were convicted they'd be sent to juvie a lot of these times right kids just really don't know what they're doing at that age you just don't know any better and that's why you oh there's always so much more empathy for ju- juvie kids because they're always either misguided they just didn't know better they did not understand fully the consequences of their actions because looking back when I was 15, 16, 17, I also did not fully grasp the the consequences of my actions. I never sexually harassed anyone because I knew that was wrong. And I don't think you can ever justify anyone sexually harassing someone else. But I feel like the the magnitude of it being done by a 16-year-old, 15-year-old, 14-year-old maybe, it's a lot different from a full-grown adult with full awareness of their actions doing it. No, actually, that's why that's why I that's why I said that like, um, that there is the part where you commit the offense. There's the part where you pay the price for it, and there's the part where you move on from it. And I feel like, I feel like, the role that social media plays in this nowadays, given that it's such an important part of our lives, should just be identifying it and um and playing a part in the person's life after having paid the price for it cuz i don't think that anyone should be in the position to decide the price that they pay for this identified wrongdoing you know that's the process of law that's why there are laws in place so i Again, like I think like we concluded before, it's not wrong to call something out, call someone out. 
and have someone explain why they said what they did or did what they did long time ago or even now. But it's wrong to decide the consequences that they should bear given that I feel like that I feel like that there's, there should be like a clear delineation between those two things. Calling someone out and actually deciding the price that they pay for this. Obviously, I feel like after but this is again, this is my opinion, because to me I just feel like after the price has been paid, this person should be given a chance to try again. So yes, the price they pay would be different according to age, type of offense, all of this. But again, this to me feels like the rule of law. And so I feel like the social media and the internet community as a whole should leave this to people who actually know how this should be handled to actually handle it. So I feel like these, the decision on how someone should pay the price for the wrongdoing that they've made, this shouldn't be left to a random person with a phone who can type, you know? This should be left to people who are actually well-versed with offenses and wrongdoings and stuff. But the most we can do and the best we can do as like people of the internet is to point it out, call it out, you know, and um, make sure that this is a place that doesn't encourage such behavior or condone such behavior. And, and I, I personally feel like it should just end there. No one should try to be, no, um, like, you know, who, 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 who am I to like judge you and decide how, how you should be treated by the rest of the world? I don't think, mm -hmm. I don't think it's fair to just to, to make a decision like that while sitting yeah. on your bed at home on your phone. You know, it's, it's, a, it's much bigger than just you. So, um, yeah, calling it out and bringing awareness is what I feel the internet and social media has been made for. And I am thankful for it because without it, then, you know, there wouldn't even be this, you know. So calling something out and making something known is definitely, is definitely like a good thing. And it's something that should be encouraged, but not making a decision on what to do with that. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I feel like it's also important, no matter what your opinion is, you don't speak over the victim. Because the victim was the one who actually went through. They are the one who has to bear the burden of the trauma that is left in them after. And if you're going to go over them and say, oh, they've changed, they've changed, they're not that kind of person anymore. That's not right. It does not sit right. Because you yeah. don't know what yeah. If the victim wants to believe, okay, they change, then by all means. But you, you as a third person, bystander, yeah, bystander, um, like, what's the word for it? Like you just. I mean, bystanders. Yeah, bystander yeah. sounds alright. Yeah. Like you, you just kind of know what happened. You don't. You're not directly involved. Yeah. You, Honestly, you are entitled to your own opinion, but you don't really have the right to speak over yeah. the victim. Exactly. Of course. My fellow listeners. <laughs> um, in theory, Colin, you are right. 
the law should be able to enforce what the, the appropriate sentence for the action, right? Match up for the the the, the implications of the action. But let's say, because this happens a lot, in the situation where the, the justice system fails, do you think it is the public's responsibility to come in and say something about it? And thus, you know, cancel, cancel culture, kind of. But, you know, bringing it up where the justice, where the justice system fails, like through briberies or corruption, any kind of failure. Yeah. Don't you think that you, like do you think that maybe the public that's where the public needs to speak up and do something about it? I think this ties back to when we said cancel culture is very based on case by case. Very, very is yeah. It depends again. The public needs to speak up against the authorities. You know? I Again, like I said, I don't. I stand by my opinion when I say the public shouldn't get to decide the price that this person gets to pay. I don't think so. I don't think in any situation ever. I just feel like if the if the justice system has done an inadequate amount of a job or has failed to respond, then yes, it's the public's job not to call out this wrongdoer again, but to call out the justice system. You know, and yeah, if the justice system makes a decision that is like very potong steam, you know, then then yes, you are entitled to your own opinion. And if your opinion is that the the price set for this guy's offenses has been inadequate, then yeah, you are enti- as entitled as everyone else to think so, and you are as entitled as everyone else to say so. But again, not everyone needs to. Not everyone needs to think that way. Not, uh, and not, uh, yeah. Not everyone needs to decide that that's the case. But, yeah. So two things. Not everyone needs to think the same thing. And secondly, in no situation should anyone decide the price to pay for a person's wrongdoing. But a person can decide if the decision was adequate or not. I think I can move on to the next question. Which is, is it okay to support celebrities that have been cancelled? So let's say, um, X, 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 Tentacion, Tentas, yes, X. Yes, yes. Cancelled for many things. Abuse of his girlfriend, I think, is the main one. Um, Jeffree Star, cancelled for racism. Is it okay to buy his palettes? Are there any other musician listening to their music, even though they're terrible people? What What do you guys have to say about that? Can you separate the artist from their art? Kind of thing. A lot of people can't. And that's very understandable. Because whatever they do is, is them doing it, right? But should we ostracize those who do? No. Because, in my opinion and this is solely my opinion, <laughs> um, if you have a reason why you bought a certain palette or bought a certain album or listened to a certain type of music and you have your reasons behind it, as in you have a reason why you can separate their, their work with the person they are, 
for me, if you have an explanation, sure. Because sometimes, well, let's just say, oh, this is really hard to explain. But the only example I can come up with is, let's just say this person is racist and they write their lyrics saying racist things, saying racist slurs. I don't know if that's English, but it's okay. Um, you know, attack someone in their lyrics or, I don't know, in their palette, they, they name colors based on like racist stuff, you know? Uh-huh. I don't know, man. You don't think people, people do these kind of things, right? Yes. And if you continue to support that kind of message that they're, kind, that they're putting out, then yeah, you know that that's not good. Because they're, they're literally putting it there and they're marketing it like that. And you're still feeding into it, right? But sometimes a, a celebrity screws up and their work is not, how, it's not, it's not that they don't represent what they're saying, but... Do, do you get what I'm trying to say? Because yeah. it's so hard to put it in words. Things that they do. Like the message sent in their work is not re- does not reflect the message they sent to their actions and morals. Yeah. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say, exactly. It is a very gray area, but if you if you wanna say that, oh, I'm supporting the this song or this palette because I genuinely like the colors or I genuinely like the lyrics and not the artist who did it, then I see that separation and I myself is fine with that. I think I think I share the same opinion as Megan. I feel the same way. Exactly the same in fact. It's just that I want to like specify that this is a personal opinion. And again this is a paradox because you should decide you should be able to decide the way you want to take this. If you choose not to support him completely because like he has done something racist in his previous album, yeah fine. Don't. You know? You are entitled to to not and you you are allowed not to. But yeah, at the same time, if you want to separate the artist from his work and you feel like his work is good and it should be appreciated just like any other work, then yeah. Support it. You know? It's your own choice. Um and calling someone out for not seeing things the same way as you isn't, isn't necessary, right? Like I said, there is no absolute way to take this. So, um, yeah, personally, I would, I would handle it the same way Megan does. Um, but I don't think that's the one absolute way to see it and interpret it. Yeah. I don't have very strong opinions on this, but I'm going to give common counter-arguments that I find in discourse about these kind of things. So, let's just say, people tend to say that when you support them, right, it's like giving them a platform. And there are certain people who don't deserve their platform. Like, they've done things that just are terrible, but we know people separate the artist from the art. So, they're still giving that platform to create and their work supported, they profit off this work. Like, what, what do you think about that? Do you want to go first? Do you still think, like, if someone wants to support them, then go ahead. But personally, you wouldn't, or people just shouldn't support them because they don't deserve this platform as terrible people. Or, yeah, what, what's your opinion? For me, it's very simple. 
if people choose to stay there and people choose to support him, then let those people support him lah. You know? If that's if that's the case, right? Why aren't Donald Trump supporters trying to stop Joe Biden supporters from supporting Joe Biden? And why aren't Joe Biden supporters stopping Donald Trump supporters from stopping Donald Trump? You know? If you support something, support lah. You know? Why do I care? I don't care. If I don't want to support, I don't support. That's it. There is no... Again, I don't, I don't think there's an absolute decision to it. So, yeah. I still stand with my point because I think that you can, you can go on and tell this person, hey, you know, maybe you shouldn't. Maybe you shouldn't support this person because of this, blah, blah, blah. But if they continue to insist that, no, I, I see that their work is so different from who they really are. What can you do? Because you can't force someone because your morals are different. Not morals, your beliefs are different than them. I'm not saying that I am going to continue supporting cancelled artists, all the cancelled artists out there. No. I'm saying that if... The only reason why the argument stands is because people cannot see each other's perspectives 100%. We can understand it, but do we truly see it? No, we won't. And there's only so much you can say to change a person's mind. So if a person continues to give that person, that celebrity, the platform because they believe um, you know, their work is different from their actual personality, you tell them, you try to argue with them, try to come to a conclusion with them, and if their stance is still their stance, I mean their original stance, then what can you do? Yeah. I think another common argument is for in the case of when the artist is a sexual harasser, sexual assaulter, or an abuser. Mm-hmm. Imagine if you continue to support them and all their victims are just seeing them succeed with their huge platforms, the, the money that they're raking in. A lot of it's like in the in the imagine if you were in that position, you were the one you were the victim. And you see your assaulter still thriving off their work because people just continue to support them despite all the actions that they have done. How would you feel? That's another argument I see being brought up a lot. Like I think that's the one I can empathize with the most. Yeah. What, what do you guys think? I mean, personally, I wouldn't want the celebrity, if they sexually abuse me or sexually assault me, to succeed. But there are a lot of people who don't care who don't have enough empathy to stop listening to their work, stop supporting their work. Just because it's and, inconvenient, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, people just don't have enough empathy in them to be like, I, I get why. I get why you don't want me to listen to it. I get why you don't want me to buy this, right? And again, there's only so much you can say. And it, it sucks. I know, it, it sucks to be in that position, seeing someone who has like assaulted you, abused you, harassed you to be loved, you know, to be so famous and stuff. And I really feel bad that there's no way to to stop their fans because, you know, they have a lot of fans. You can't tell everyone to stop. So, yeah, I still stand with it. Like, I, there's only so much you can say. I really feel really bad for that but 
I don't know what to do to help. I feel like my opinion may differ a little. Yeah. I'm not saying that what you guys say is wrong. I think I understand where y'all are coming from. But to me, that is the stance I have, only assuming this person commits this wrongdoing and goes on with life, not acknowledging what he's done, not bearing the consequences of it and not paying the price for it. I feel like, yes, then I understand and I agree. But if said person truly feels remorseful, repents, pays his price completely, and it is known to everyone that the price has been paid and goes out there and tries to do better and makes a difference and tries to make a living out of the thing he used to do again, but in a better way and a new mindset, I'm all for it. I'm all for supporting change and I'm all for supporting self-improvement because I feel like we all want to do that for ourselves too. And no one should be stopped in their tracks from doing that. You know, because people also get very discouraged when they're doing that. And that's not really nice. I'm not trying to defend anyone here, neither am I trying to say, no, you don't matter or, or you matter less. But yes, again, it's up to you. If you don't want to support this guy ever again, no matter what he does, yeah, that's fine. I understand where you're coming from and that's cool. But I don't think, again, there's an absolute decision here. Because in an event where someone truly, truly, really repents and you feel that way and you think so, you are entitled to think so. And you are entitled to believe him and you're entitled to support him again. You know? And I don't think I don't think anyone should like should like discourage a person who is truly trying to do better this time and trying again. Yeah. That's that's the only that's the yeah, that's the only difference I I, I have. Okay. So essentially it's the same as before. Everyone's kind of entitled to their own opinion. Personally, whether you would or would not I do not know. We did not really specify, and I don't think we want to go into it right now. Mm-hmm. But let's say if somebody is co- constantly, constantly committing crimes, currently still committing crimes, it's just a menace to society. Essentially, their work shouldn't be supported. But unfortunately, it is sad truth that we cannot stop people from supporting it. Of course, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. definitely. But in a perfect world, they shouldn't be supported. Yes, in a perfect way. Yes. Alright, so I think that... I think on that note, we can end this episode here. Mm-hmm. It was a pretty long one. Thank you for <laughs> it. All the way through the end. Thank you. Yay, congratulations. Yay. If you How have different opinions, feel free to like, um, comment. Right. We don't have like, comment, share on no, no, like, no, we no, don't. No like, sorry. Podcast, no like, comment, subscribe, yeah. Oh, but you can subscribe. You can subscribe. Thank you for subscribing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, and actually, speaking of which, next week's episode, not next week's, uh, the episode in... The next episode will be about um, whether or not it's okay to beat around the bush or tell a white lie when the truth hurts. Hey. Hey. Juicy. <laughs> uh. Bye. 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 <laughs>